Good morning, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Uh, we st- we were reading in the book of Jonah, and the reason I was reading from there, uh, I was using a reference, um, using the book of Jonah, and what happened with Jonah as a reference to the title in our group session, UNC Group. We were talking about how you have confidence in your disobedience, and how Jonah shows us his confidence in the disobedience uh, towards God how a lot of kids are confident of their disobedience without really knowing um, that they're showing that much confidence. They believe that they're right when they do things wrong. And sometimes they believe that they haven't done anything wrong and they're so confident in that and not really realizing that they were doing something wrong. So I want to continue finishing the, um, the book of Jonah so we can continue gaining a better understanding as to what happened to Jonah afterwards. And we left off in uh, chapter 3, right after the Lord spoke to the fish and vomited Jonah onto dry land. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah, uh, before so, Heavenly Father, I pray that um, your spirit may be upon us, Holy Spirit, that you invoke us with your presence as we read the scripture in your mighty name, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach to it the message that I tell you. So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three-day journey in extent. And Jonah began to enter the city on the first day's walk. Then he cried out and said, Yet forty days in Nineveh shall be overthrown. So the people of Nineveh believed God, proclaimed a fast, and put on the sackcloth from the greatest to the least of them. Then word came to the king of Nineveh, and, uh, I'm sorry, and he arose from this throne and laid aside his robe, covered himself with sackcloth as well, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published throughout the Nineveh, By the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Do not let them eat or drink water, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily to God. Yes, let everyone turn from his evil way and from the violence that is in his hands. Who can tell if God will turn to relent and turn away from his fierce anger so that we may not perish? Then God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way, and God relented. He relented from the disaster <clears throat> that he had said he would bring upon them, and he did not do it. As you notice when you start reading through the Bible, how God remains the same. He is the same today as he was yesterday, but there are things that he does change, which is his mind. He'll change the way he does things. He'll change um, his mind on the decisions, depending on the outcome of our hearts, how much of our hearts we give to him. But it, in, ver- in chapter 4, it says, But it, de- is it de- displeased Jonah <laughs> exceedingly, and he became angry. So he prayed to the Lord and said, Ah, Lord, was not this what I said when I was still in my country? Therefore, I, I fled previously to Tarshish, for I know that you are a gracious and merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, one who relents from doing harm. <clears throat> in this part here, Jonah reveals to us 
why he was so confident in his disobedience. Where he knew that God was gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness, and his mercy would be upon Jonah. As long as he asked for forgiveness, right? So he knew already how the father was going to react. One who relents from doing harm. Therefore, now, O Lord, please take my life from me, for it is better for me to die than to live. And the Lord said, Is it right for you to be angry? So Jonah went out of the city and sat at the east side of the city there. He made himself a shelter and sat under it in the shade till he might see what would become of the city. And the Lord God prepared a planet and made it come upon over Jonah, that it might be shade for his head to deliver him from his misery. So Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But as morning drawn in, drawn the next day, God prepared a worm, and it so damaged the plant that it withered. And it happened when the sun arose that God prepared a vehement east wind, and the sun beat on Jonah's head so that he grew faint. Then he wished death for himself and said, It is better for me to die than to live. He's constantly again to have death in his mind. This disobedience. And God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? And he said, It is right for me to be angry even to death. But the Lord said, You have had pity on the plant for which you have not labored, nor made it grow, which came up in a night and perished in a night. And should I not pity Nineveh, that, that great city in which are more than 120,000 persons who cannot discern between their right hand and their left, and much livestock? So in all this, God continued to show Jonah that his will be done. No matter how we feel about certain people, no matter how we feel that they have um, betrayed us or left us in the dust or anything like that or have come against us or not doing what you feel God should be doing in their lives because he's doing it in your life everyone is different and it shows us here that Jonah wanted to wanted them to receive and do as he was these people were not he was angry about it before so God showed him the example of the plant you did not create this you did not have a hand in this I did Again, the same as he reminded Job who God is. God will continuously remind each and every one of us who he is in our lives as long as we continue to draw near and ask for forgiveness for our mistakes and lose that confidence in disobedience, but be confident in his walk. As we pray, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.